Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the next episode of Overworld FM. I am here today, and I am John. And I am maybe here today. Hi, maybe here today. Who else are we here with? Tony. What? We're here with Tony. <laughs> and I, I am Felipe. Hello. This is starting off great. Yes. Signs of a great Felipe. episode. Are you eating little kernel, Felipe? I eat kernels. We're, um, okay. In so last episode, you. Um, we had a quiz that stemmed from falling down a wiki hole. Yep. So I've got a quiz about wikis. A wiki a So I'm going to tell you a about what well, I'm going to say wiki? what the wiki is called, and you're going to try to guess what it's for. Ooh, I like this. So I like this a lot. Bulbapedia is the Pokemon Wikipedia. Right. Bulbasaur. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, these are in alphabetical order because that's what the list was. Great. Astro Data Bent Bank. Astro Data Bank. Astro Data Bank? Yes. A data bank on an ad flying things? Um, okay, Astro has to do with space. Da- data bank on stars, like their names and. It has to do with NASA? I would love for it to be dealt with NASA. It is the birth details of famous people. What uh, the like f- astrology? Oh, oh that's uh, dumb. You realize all your zodiacs are wrong. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Ballotpedia. Ballotpedia. Mm-hmm. The, the Wikipedia ballots. U.S. Oh, politics. Oh, okay, it's a Wikipedia yeah. about U.S. politics. Okay. Um, Catawiki. Catawiki. The, the fucking cat wiki page. It is a Wikipedia for people who collect things. Catalog wiki. Oh. oh. It's That's the Pussipedia for cats. Nope. <laughs> Conserva- Conservapedia. Uh, plants? Conservatives? Like conservatory? It is a bunch of art- like Wikipedia articles written from a conservative Christian standpoint. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> because they think Wikipedia is biased. How can what, what did wait, their Wikipedia page be uh, biased? Yeah. Yes. Fucking really? Yes. Oh god. I'm gonna smash my head in the There's there's I didn't have I don't have one on this hypocrite. list, but there's like a list of like two, three hundred Wikipedias. Jesus. Um and one of them is like hardcore militant conservative and like there's one for like every viewpoint. So there's very biased Wikipedias out there. Wow. Davis Wiki. There's a dude named Davis. Um the school he Davis. Oh. It is a the Wikipedia for Davis, California. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don't murder me. Um, La Frickopedia. La Frickopedia? La Frickopedia. Is it French? Nope. I literally don't even know. It is a Spanish parody Wikipedia. What does that even mean? It's, it's a like Spanish a Freakypedia, like um, crazy, extreme, serious Wikipedia is how it's sometimes... Oh, yeah, I found one like that for ninjas, and like half the time I was just like, there's a fucking ninja behind you, oh my god! I'm like, what the fuck's going on in this article? Fringepedia? The show Fringe? Yes. Okay. This is Wikipedia. Yeah. I am FDB. I am... Internet IMF. Is it the IMDB wiki? Internet Movie Firearms Database. Firearms? Movie firearms. So like, it is a database for the firearms scene of movies. Oh That's wow! Kind of cool. Okay. So there's everything out there. Year. Jesus. Yeah, like uh, pulse rifles and stuff. Memory alpha. Um, not memory beta. Uh, it has to do with memory whiskey. Ram, like computer memory, like RAM. That is the Star Trek Wikipedia. Oh really? Yes. Well, I'm sorry uh, that I don't know anything about Star Trek. Are you funny. like ashamed of me right now? No, no. I think Tony would be more. Oh okay. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Star Wars no. guy, I think. Mm. Pornopedia. Uh, Is it Wikipedia about porn? Of porn. No. It's just about sexuality in general. Uh, All right. Um, All right. Skybrary. Sky. That's not Skyrim, is it? No, it's about aviation safety. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> The Vault. This is oh, Fallout, 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 Fallout. Wikipedia, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you, yeah, I got one. Wikishire. The fucking Hobbit. Nope. The fucking Lord of the Rings. Nope. Oh, is it Middle like Earth a British in general? Wikipedia. It is a UK, it's a Great Britain and Ireland Wikipedia. Yeah. Right. Fucking UK. And the last one. Encyclopedia. That's a thing. I know, I want to talk about that, but go on. Um, Wiki, Wiki, Web. Is it the Wild West? 
No, it's just a standard Wikipedia, but it is the oldest Wikipedia out there. It was started in 1995. Wow. Wow. Hey, guys. I was born in 1995. Fucking, I'm out of here. (laughs) (laughs) You know the Star Wars uh, Wikipedia is the Wikipedia? Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. what gave me um, this idea. Oh, okay. I have actual articles out on Encyclopedia right now. Really? Yes. When I was in high school, we were obsessed with that Wikipedia. Encyclopedia is just like a humor parody Wikipedia where like there are um, just like random articles and it's like semi about the topic, but it's really just like random craziness and hilarity. Like, so I have some stuff on homicidal screaming carrots, Um, (laughs) like man eating butterflies. Yes. And milk. I am on the Don't judge me. Encyclopedia page. Oh, I've judged. I have judged. Can you please... This is me leaving my mark on the internet, guys. What is your... What do you talk about with milk? Um, there's like a whole story about like the quest for milk or something. It's been a long fucking time since I um, have seen that page, but allow me to just pull that up. You know what they call the lack of toes? Lactose. I'm going to slap you. Shut the fuck up. I'm going to slap you so hard across the face. <laughs> it's not even a joke. I History left. of milk. Here we go. It's muck. Thank you. I'll, re- I'll just read a little bit of it. Um, the origin of when, how, and who discovered milk remains largely a mystery. However, a popular theory based on recently discovered cave paintings is that a primitive human with a mental disorder walked up to a cow and upon seeing a large pink bag wondered to himself, I wonder what would happen if I squeezed that big pink thing down there. From this giant beast that's twice my size. Wrapping his hand around the cow's nipple, he gave it a gentle squeeze, then another squeeze, then a firmer squeeze, then several quick tugs in succession, and and finally one big long yank, causing the white liquid, later known as milk, to come out in several gooey spurts. Uh, what compelled the cow not very happy about having some horny male humans squeezing her private area promptly reared up her legs and gave him a good swift kick in the noggin killing him instantly oh my god noggin links uh to the encyclopedia page for noggin which does not exist but well how the fuck's that helpful then yep so and there's like more quotes about oscar wilde on milk Oscar Wilde gets quoted in every single encyclopedia article. Oh, there's Super AIDS? Um, <laughs> milk was once thought to be the leading cause of Super AIDS. However, milk does not cause Super AIDS. Because of this, Oscar Wilde is often seen walking the streets handing out bottles. What? what? I wrote some what of this. Fuck. Edward. Help! <laughs> yeah. You don't have to keep going. I'm not, I'm not going to keep going. That's it. But, um, yeah, there's some crazy shit. We definitely should link that on our Twitter, though. Mm. And the Homicidal Screaming Carrots page. That's, Absolutely. That's epic. That's good. Oh, my favorite on site. This is the last thing I'm going to say about Encyclopedia. But my favorite page is the page for screaming. And the entire page is just the letter A repeated over and over <laughs> again. And, like, some are in quotations and some are, like, pictures relating to ah. It's just ah. All the way down the page. Does Are there sources in... cited? Yeah. Does it end in an H? No. A single H at the bottom. No, there are no H's, only the letter A. Uh, there are no H's here. Yes. This is Spanish, um, so we don't pronounce We are sitting in Max's living room right now, Wait, recording what? this. We are sitting in Max's living room. Where is this going? Um, no, in Max's <laughs> living room. Yeah, I lived here. Well, then. I'm, Max, I'm metagaming really hard right now. And... Um, his living room is set up in such a way. It's very clean. It's very classy. It's very nerdy. If you know what you're looking for. Mm, yeah. I thought you were going to describe our setup right there. Uh, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> so I just wanted to, like get your guys' opinion on like how you present like nerdy stuff stuff in your home. I mm. lost. It, I mean, you just it is something that's really work. important to us all because like we collect a lot of like nerd memorabilia, and so we kind of want to display that. It's kind of like our. Badge Just of like, honor. Yeah, badge of honor, marking your territory, I guess. It's very <laughs> Yeah, we all have it. Mm-hmm. Tony, not so much in, in yours, though. Like, I see you have, you have some nice bookshelves. You you don't look close enough. I guess I don't look close enough. It's very well hidden. There's also a giant fucking um, 
artwork of The Last of Us encased oh, in yeah, like no, a really show worn, me that. Um, like frame that with one's like really good. museum glass that's on my wall. Yeah, I think that's a, like a really great way to do it. Like, because I like I'm assuming like some of our listeners have nerdy stuff they want to display, mm-hmm. and like 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 the, one of the best ways to do it is like subdued, not like crazy in your face, kind like of aesthetic. Exactly right. pleasing. Yes. Like, like um, the first thing I noticed when I came into Max's house for the first time was, like, this shelf over here with all the different colored rings on it. Yeah. And I still don't, can't remember what that means, but please it's explain. all the green lantern rings. rings. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they're yeah. just, like, proudly displayed mm-hmm. on your bookshelf. It's very there's nice. There's also Bioshock. There's, mm-hmm. um... There's a Big Daddy. There's some Pokemon the badges o- on the wall. There's some... Ocarina. Yeah. Yeah. There's cocks in your kitchen. Yeah, there's yeah. lots my, of cocks. <laughs> there are a lot of chickens. That my my kitchen oh, is a, a chicken full, themed, full yeah. of cocks, <laughs> and I love it. I love your cocks. Yeah, and like uh, when I go to cons, like I purchase stuff that is subdued that you don't know, like right. really how nerdy it is until like unless you know it. That's mm-hmm. that's how like a lot of my artwork that's mm-hmm. hanging around the house is. It's like if you look at it, you you know what you're looking at, but like it'll just kind of you know it's like oh that's a painting oh wait that's a Bioshock painting mm-hmm. that's a Fallout painting like yeah yeah uh, in my bedroom uh, well first of all I have my board game shelves which are like very proudly which displayed. surround your whole bedroom <laughs> yes um, and but I also have so I have some um, movie screenshots on my walls. And there's one from Birdman, there's one from In the Mood for Love, there's one from Mad Max Fury Road, and then there's one from uh, Under the Skin. And I know half of those movies. And it's a reference to Inside Out, because all of those movies have like common themes of joy, anger, fear, or sadness. And, the, and Inside Out is also one of my favorite movies. Is, I also is, have... Um, is Mad Max anger? Yes. <laughs> Mad Max is anger. Okay. In the Mood for Love is sadness. And... Uh, under the Skin is Fear, because it's kind of a horror-themed... You should watch it. It's interesting. It's about um, Scarlett Johansson uh, plays an alien that eats men. I'm sold. And she's naked in the movie. I'm Beaches. double sold. Anyways, uh, and I also have a little pink box just sort of on my shelf, and it never really gets noticed, because not a lot of people know what it's from, but it says Mendel's on it, and Mendel's is the bakery in um, Grand Budapest Hotel, mm-hmm. and in that movie, there's like... Uh, they serve things in like these little yeah. pink boxes, and that box holds all of my movie tickets because I collect all my movie tickets. So I store them all in my Mendel's box. Yeah, so this that's, that's nice. a little bit of. And we also have a very giant Scott Pilgrim vs. the World poster in our Which living room. I love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I used to have a bunch of movie posters uh, at my old house, just kind of framed it everywhere. Mm-hmm. And um, the uh, and this living room is a little smaller than my old one, so like. It was a little harder to put those ones up because right. they, they it would make them more like in your face, sort of like, mm-hmm. "Hey, look at all these." John, I haven't seen. Uh, tell me about some of your stuff. Yeah, bears. Because it's <laughs> bears. 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 Um, bears. Like our apartment's pretty small, so we don't have a lot of things, and, and my girlfriend doesn't like a lot of clutter. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I've got um, a bookend that's a just uh, like a hand done like splattered paint-esque like Jurassic Park symbol Ooh. it holds up some of my comic books wow. nice. oh yes really yeah oh. uh, it's on my bookshelf I've nice. got um, we've got some silly some magnets there's a Chewbacca Lisa Mona Baca I don't know how it's pretty- <laughs> a it's Mona, Mona Baca, Baca. Chew- I like Mona Baca oh. Mona Baca yeah uh, <laughs> I, I honestly don't have terribly too much um, I'd like to see more because I'd like to see, like, your personal, your and Jenna's Tell personal more, aesthetic, just, more. like, in your place of living. Um, mm-hmm. We have a, like, we, our current plan is, like, our next thing to, like, actually put up, because we don't, haven't put up a lot of our posters, or not mm-hmm. posters, like, uh, paintings or stuff. We did this um, wine and painting thing where we did uh, uh, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Except it's, like, I put Tower of Sauron instead mm. of the tree. Yeah, I saw um, that. That, that was, was good. Uh, then uh, we want to get and frame all of the NASA, like not like, but like three of the NASA travel posters, like the retro travel posters. Mm-hmm. It's like oh. travel to Mars, travel to Titan. You can and get they look really uh, cool. My astronomy teacher has one in her office, but she's got like Kepler nine five six or something. And it's got like a bunch. There's a whole line of the exoplanet mm-hmm. ones. It's all got like the artwork of what the exoplanet would look like. It's so super cool. Yeah, we want those are the things we want to put yeah. up. So yeah, that'd be very nice. 
I like I like putting, putting up stuff like that. And thinkgeek.com does not assist. <laughs> thinkgeek's that, awesome. That need. You can buy for... a Borg cube mini fridge. Oh yeah. And it blows green. And, and, that is the opposite end portal of the book, spectrum. And portal book ends and mm-hmm. fucking mm, decoration. I feel like there's home. too nerdy. There is. Oh yeah, there's the point yeah. where it's just like everything is nerdy, and you're like, come the hook. I down. think my goal, like, I, hmm, I have house goals because I want, <laughs> I want to like, when I move into a house, have like, the house that everyone that like, comes to play games at. Um, so the I have like, house. I'm always brainstorming about my like perfect game room, and there is a website slash company called Geek Chic, and they make board game tables, but they're like fucking thousands of dollars. Yeah, because they're legit board game tables. And they have like well, hidden compartments and places to, to write and mm-hmm. cup holders and they're like fully made of felt and like you can there's like rubber mats on them so you can like bounce the dice a lot easier and pick up cards really easy and you can like adjust them to have grids you can play Dungeons and Dragons and like some have like dice bet towers built into the tables. Oh yeah. yeah, and I've always wanted to build my own table like that. I just don't have the resources or the tools or. Just any. come over here. I got I'm gonna co- so I'm we're gonna, basically yeah. that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna come <laughs> over and I'm gonna. Yeah, you get some the, tools. You get the stuff. I I'd be more than happy to help out. And we're yeah. totally gonna do that. But I also need a place to put the table because my apartment's really tiny. Yeah. So when I figure that out, <laughs> this is a pl- but this is gonna happen. Great. I got you. I got a saw. I got drill. That's all you need. Eh, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, those saw. are the only two you need. Those yeah. are the only things. Screwdriver. <laughs> My you got it. My, uh, you can screw. You can hand screwdrive those yourself. I'll yeah. use a drill. You, okay, you got it. <laughs> My friend's boyfriend wants to do that, but he wants to do it only out of bottle caps. No, no. and I'm like, <laughs> you're gonna need so many fucking bottle caps. That's not the issue. I've seen a beer pong table um, made out of like uh, bottle caps. Yeah. You know what I've been thinking about doing? I've been thinking about um, framing. Board games. A frame. Framing a frame and a frame and a frame. <laughs> no, uh, we have cookies. Fra- how cool and aesthetically pleasing would it be if you had, like, framed board game boards? Huh. Like, you had, like, a clue That'd board, cool. or you mm-hmm. had, like, certain, like, a risk board, or some boards that, like, had some sort of special significance to you. Yeah. That would be cool. Like, in, like, your manual. And especially some, like, older game. versions of them mm-hmm. as well. That would be really interesting. I've thought about doing that, too. I might, well, I might do that. That's the way I Pokemon cards and badges. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Those are the Johto um, stars, right? Those are Ho- those are Hoenn. Hoenn. Yeah. Those are Hoenn. It's like the third generation of po- uh, Pokemon. It's my favorite generation. So I took the starter Pokemon, their cards, and then I had the badges, and I just framed them. They're really not look really looks nice, and I don't yeah. think you'd notice or like it or know what it is unless you. Yeah. I'll take a picture and tweet it. Excellent. <laughs> tweet that shit. So when did you guys, or if you haven't. When do you think it's going to happen, or how do you define the border between childhood and adulthood? We were talking about this at dinner. <laughs> I think it's 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 really difficult because I have moments where I act like an adult, but then most of the time I don't really mm-hmm. like. I'm just kind of working my way through life. Which, as I'm growing older, I see that what I considered were adults are doing the exact same thing that I am. Exactly. And they're just kind of... They don't know what they're doing, but they're working through. And it, I think that that's, that's what becoming kind of an adult is, is learning to... Hey, I'm not, I have never been in this situation. Instead of me freaking out about it and having it become worse, handling it better. And, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's certain categories of your life in which you are more adult than other categories so like when it comes to food tony and i are fucking five-year-olds you're worse (laughs) food cripples you're worse but like in terms of you know maturity level or just like common sense (laughs) i i suppose those are the only two i'm i consider myself more adult but I'm also, I also feel like constantly that, you know, like I work at Starbucks, so I feel like I'm not super adult there. But then again, I also work with like 30 and 40 year olds doing the exact same thing that I am. I, I, and I consider them more adult than me, but like, do I? I think a big thing is like not letting your job define you. Mm. 
So yeah, you work at Starbucks, but like it's mm. that's how you pay your bills. I mean, yeah. right? Yeah. Me, me. I wish that my job did define me more, and I would feel more adult when it did. Mm-hmm. You know, where like someone says, "What do you do?" I'm like, "Oh well, I mean, I pay my bills by working at Starbucks." Mm-hmm. But if someone says, "What do you do?" Like, I want my job to match the passion that I have, and that that then when those two things kind of combine, that's when I would consider myself to be an adult. Like a fully-fledged, successful human. Where I'm like, hey. Where someone says, hey, what do you do? And I'm like, I fucking... Design board games. Design board games. I'm a board game designer. Which there's no money in, so... (laughs) No, but... But, like, yeah. Like, when someone says, you do that, like, that's really cool. And, like, you can say that that is what you do as fun and for a living. Mm -hmm. Right? And that kind of, like, it's the first clue that someone gets to define you as. And you'd be comfortable with. When, some, when I can be comfortable with that, yeah. I think me being the cynical person that I am, the moment that like you grow up is the moment that you understand how shitty the world is. Like, So you could still have people that are like 85 and they're still a child in my mind. Because I've mm-hmm. met so many people that age-wise, yeah, they're adults, but they're just... They, they're children. They don't right. understand. Mm-hmm. You are so morbid. <laughs> well, I mean, people just go through their lives, you know, happy and dumb, and then you have the the smart and depressed. But we have so many people that I, we can think of. I, I I will argue. You don't you you don't have to be depressed to be smart. Yeah. Like, well, right. I, I, it's because uh, there, there's a maturity that comes with being smart, but then there's also you also have to have emotional uh, yeah um, smartness as well, and it's. So it's not really depressed. Balance, it's, it's, a, it's you have you have to have a balance of both. Yeah. Because I mean, I've 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 been where you're at. Like I've, mm-hmm. I've definitely had a really really dark um, time in my life where I was just, you know, the world is the world is shitty. Yeah. But then there's also you have there's also really great moments mm-hmm. in the world too. Well, and, like yeah, I guess I'm not saying like depressed. It's just mm-hmm. when you when you have it, that it, understanding, it's yeah. just it's harder. Mm-hmm. To accept things as it is, because you're just like, I want to change that. I want that mm-hmm. to be better for everyone else. But and yeah, I feel like it's a huge that. part of being uh, like an adult versus what we would consider what a child. Yeah, is that mm-hmm. when we think when we think of someone who is an adult, they're static. They like are just they don't really have many ambitions, or they don't like they've kind of we, we said the words given up earlier. But, yeah. like, that's something I never want to become. I always want to become be someone that's constantly growing. And mm-hmm. you always, when, when you think of a child, that's what they're doing. They're growing. They're mm-hmm. learning constantly and becoming a bigger person. There's, but I never want to stop that. I never want to become an adult in that sense where I've stopped learning yeah. and I've accepted my situation and I've accepted my job and I do the same thing every day. Mm-hmm. I never want that to happen. So we can categorize different forms of adulthood. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think keeping some of that childhood imagination is healthy. It's good. Yeah. Because if you, if, if you just get rid of all the things that have made you you, then it's everything in your childhood. Mm. Like, yeah, like... It's an I important can, time. I can get way too into Pokemon, play Pokemon for like two hours after I get home, start go start making dinner and pay rent, like, all in the same evening. Like, I can... Yeah. I mean that's literally what I did. I did today. I, I, <laughs> I got money for to pay my mortgage. I paid some of my student loans, and I worked for ten hours, and then I went and bought comic books. Yeah, and now we're recording our podcast. And now we're recording our podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah, it's uh, it's not your actions that define you. I think it's your um, your motivation, motivation your to to always be changing and be a dynamic human. Mm-hmm. Because that's so important. Especially in, like, <laughs> I guess today's economy where everything's fucking constantly changing <laughs> and there's no one static job that you'll probably ever have for the rest of your life. And, you know, like, as and I feel like as part of a younger generation, we are so much better about being dynamic people and constantly changing and just not doing the same thing every day, which yeah. I can't say the same about some of the older generation. I think the Speaking g- of which, I think the goal millennials, is... Millennials, millennials, millennials. Oh, I think we need to take a break from our serious talk. For yeah, a we do. 
Um, let's talk about zombies. You wanted to talk about zombies. Oh, right. I read... Okay. So I read something interesting on Tumblr, and it was... <laughs> I read it to you, and it said... What did it say? It said, um... Instead of taking, taking old, like, like Pride and Prejudice and zombies, instead of taking, like, old historic novels and then adding zombies, take zombie stories and remove zombies. In what does world. that look like? The Where Walking five Dead. people the walk, the hang walking out dead. in a mall and do nothing. <laughs> but... It, I think The Walking Dead already kind of has that z- sense of the zombies are not really the story. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like, the zombies could not exist, and it would be a very similar thing. You could just it's just a lot pop, easier pop, pop, when you have zombies yeah. to, like, pinpoint that, like, it's fear it, on something. Yeah, like, uh, with The Walking Dead, the, the zombies are a background thing. They set up the world, and then you have that human interplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think is why it works pretty well. Yeah. I think that's why it translated story. well to TV, because people took that well, too. But also because they could kill zombies. Yeah, yeah. that, yeah. yeah. They um, have blood and gore and shit. Yeah. Yeah, but unfortunately, like, most zombie media, like, you take the zombies out and there's nothing left. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what zombies should be, is, like, zombies are not zombies. Zombies are um, the metaphor of just, like... <laughs> Inescapable something. Yeah, yeah, an inescapable horror. I did a project on this about zombies. Really? And yeah. So, like, the, the uh, zombies do take a lot of the base human fear mm-hmm. of the unknown, of losing a loved one, of the dark. Having like, to decapitate that loved one after they've risen from the grave. You know, that's standard fear. Right, yeah. Yeah. If you, like... <laughs> we think of zombies as like, oh, zombies, but, like, if you were to, like, legitimately think about that, of just all of these people that you know just being completeless, mindless corpses that just want to eat you. Mm. You know, it, ta- it takes a lot of your base fear. Um, and I, I think, think media has shown it as like, a, oh, kill zombies, yay! But when you think about it, it's really fucked up. I think, I'm thinking about a story in which, like... So, take a certain zombie story, your classic zombie story, but then you take away the zombies... Mm. What do you put in its place? There, you could have a really interesting story in that sense where everyone is afraid of, but no one really knows what anyone is afraid of. Every, but like, like there's a huge apocalypse and everyone's like completely afraid, and there's obviously like some secret thing that everyone is running away from, but no one in the entire story can pinpoint it. So I'm going to use an example. Um, have any of you uh, watched any like the Rooster Teeth stuff? No. Yeah. They put out... Roosters uh, don't have teeth, they have beaks. So they put out a... Uh, <laughs> Bees. A series for their members called Five Days, or they think it's like Five Days. The premise is, just one day, sleep is lethal. That's out of creepy. nowhere, sleep oh, is lethal. That is creepy. And it's like, it takes like five days for until the human body just forces itself to like go to sleep. And so... Immediately, hours everyone goes people. starts going fucking crazy because they can't sleep, and I find that to be a really really cool premise, and maybe kind of what might happen if you take out zombies of something, and what you were saying about having something that's there and completely unknown. Because I haven't watched, I've only watched the first episode because they only put the first episode on YouTube, and you have to pay for the rest of them. How right. dare they? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um. But no, I, I like. I like when there's something unknown in the factor. Mm-hmm. I, I think horror stories are a lot more interesting when you have the unknown mm. antagonist than you do just fucking zombies. Well, yeah. that's like in uh, Ridley Scott's Alien. You don't see the full xenomorph for pretty much the, the movie. entire movie. Yeah. yeah, and so it could be like it could have tentacles. It could be a giant bunny monster. Like you don't know what it is, and a that's giant part red of the Lego brick. Thump, yeah, thump, I'm just putting this thump. out there. I think you mention aliens in just about every single one of our episodes. Now I'm going to try that moving forward. <laughs> I'm just going to create a big um, compilation of you saying <laughs> aliens in every single one of our podcasts. Aliens. Um, <laughs> in case you guys didn't know, John likes aliens. Guys, I do too. Fucking okay, Max. it's not like just these. aliens. It's xenomorphs. Yeah, xenomorphs. He likes aliens. <laughs> yeah. Xenomorphs, man. Xenomorphs. Um, oh, I have something that I wanted to talk about just like very briefly because when I was editing episode 10, 11? 11? Just came out? Yes. Um, you mentioned, uh, oh, fuck, what was it? 
Oh, your trivia was about um, like universes that are all kind of like um, yeah, movie universes. and Star Wars. Yep. It's like in the same universe. That's yep. what we were talking Absolutely. about. Absolutely. You mentioned Alien and Predator yeah, and, and cool. separate. Entities, but yep. aren't Alien and Predator also in the same universe? Absolutely. Yeah. That would have been too easy. Yeah, because there's yeah. Predator and Lethal yeah. Weapon, and then in the same question you had Alien and something then else. Blade Runner. Then yeah. Blade Runner. Uh, but all four of those are in theory... Well, no. Lethal Weapon and Predator was the answer. That was the fake one. Oh, okay. Because it had the same actor in yeah. both. Right. Um, but no. Alien, Predator, and Blade Runner are in the same universe. Weird. Yeah. So I'd watch Blade but Runner. like Predator is f- more like present day and Alien is more futury. Like the way the movies are set up, yes, um, but they definitely do overlap in that universe. The third Predator's movie is a little in the future, though, isn't it? Mm, Just a tad bit, I maybe guess, like thirty yeah. years or something. Do you like Alien more than Predator? Probably, yeah. yeah. Why? I'd say that. Um, I really like the Xenomorph as a concept of an antagonist. Yeah, it's, of a mass antagonist. Cause it's, it's. I think it's um, a. An antagonist, now that I can use that word correctly, yes. like a dinner. <laughs> it's like a protagonist all night. Like three times. Salt, salt shaker. Um, <laughs> pepper shaker. Yeah, pepper shaker. Oh, I'm fucking that up too. Um, it's um, like a, I don't know, kind of like a pure antagonist. Like it's not doing it for its own selfish gains, it's doing it for survival. Yeah. It's like chaotic evil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I would consider, I've, of, yeah, of the. Do, what is it? Domains, or of the alignments? Alignment. Thank you. Of the alignments, and xenomorph would be chaotic evil. I don't know because I would say more chaotic neutral because it's yeah. not doing it for like a good or an evil. It's not trying it's to be bad. Doing it for its survival. Yeah. It's, it's it's its instincts. That's yeah. just what it does. Like you don't call a tiger evil. It's just a tiger. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Evil. Tigers are fucking evil. Okay, not considering the jungle <laughs> you book. You call spiders yeah. evil. Because they're, they're minions of the Antichrist. That's <laughs> Yeah, of course they are. What are bees, John? <laughs> bees. Lawful good. Bees. bees do nothing bad. Are the fragile raft on which the human species floats down the river of life. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Where the fuck that's did gonna that be, come That's from? literally, that is going to be the description of last episode. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like you're saying, they are just a they are just a hive animal. Mm-hmm. They're like the perfect killing machine hive animal. Even one of them is super fucking dangerous. And I like really, really like that sci-fi. I like like the dystopian esque sci-fi future. Mm. Yeah, uh, that is presented in things like Blade Runner and Aliens, um, where everything's not oh shiny and awesome because mm-hmm. it's not going to be like if we make it that far as a species. Things are going to be fucked up. Like, like we are not a good species. Hmm. Yeah, you can see that a lot in Warhammer. Yeah. Like, holy fuck. Um, I just thought of this. Um, yeah. There's a dystopian novel by Margaret Atwood that I read many moons ago. It's called Oryx and Crake. Okay, what's it about? Uh, think Pandemic, but the happens in real life, and then Apocalypse occurs, everyone dies, and only a few are left. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but it, like... There's this one dude. I think it's I think it's Crake that it is, and Oryx was his partner like long ago back when they were like developing this like it was like this cure that was going to cure cancer and they were going to cure everything, and then like it went catastrophic and everyone died. So it like flashes between his current life now where he's like trying to battle all of these like weird mutated earth beasts, and then back in time to the beginning of the apocalypse. And it's now a trilogy or something. Yeah. Everything's a trilogy. Everything's a trilogy. I would like to see that in a movie, please. Works and Craig. Thank you. Okay. Um, we have another question mm. from listener Luke. Yes. Hello, Luke. Hi, Luke. Hi, Luke. Hello, Luke. I'm the table troll. I don't know where the fuck Table troll? <laughs> I don't know where that the came tr- from. The table was saying hello to you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, yes. I'm going to put a filter on that just so you know. Okay, good. Okay. Hello, Luke. I'm the table troll. So, this question comes from him and I, uh, we're looking at some of our co-workers, and the, the discussion of millennials came up. Okay. And so that's roughly people born around the 90s, a little bit older than Max and I, to kids. 
um, or however you want to describe millennials. But I don't like. I think millennials is more of like an attitude that that person has, mm-hmm. um, being born from that era, rather than them just getting that label. Right. Because there is a lot of hate from older people on millennials. There's a lot of hate from millennials to older people, baby boomers. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I feel like it's because we've got this people, these people at work that think they're God's gift to the world because right. they don't flush the toilet or because they save chem wipes or paper towels and tries to... Who the to... fuck saves chem wipes? Who the fuck doesn't flush the toilet? Um, I don't know. And he got really mad. He's like, um, my roommate wants me to flush the toilet. Like, how dare he? I'm trying to save the planet. And I'm like, okay. Go piss outside. Yeah. Go dig a fucking hole and shit in like, the hole. Yeah, like, they think they can, like, are doing these amazing things when, in fact, they're doing nothing. What the fuck is saving the planet going to do with the fucking toilet? You're saving water, man. Jesus. No, God. Do you God understand how did. water is fucking recycled? He could also not drink it and save that water. Right. You should tell yeah. us So that. I wanted oh to get you guys' opinions, or at least, and Luke did as well, Yeah. on I'm, millennials. I'm going to go with, just with the whole attitude of that thing, back to with my just the adult versus child thing is with that attitude. Like the thing that you said with the, the prissy-ass attitude that they think they know everything. It's like, you you don't. Like, mm-hmm. take 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 a fucking um, hint from Socrates. Actually, Socrates. You, Socrates. <laughs> like, if you me. know you don't know, then you're the wisest. If you feel like a primped-up jerk and you think you fucking know everything, you don't. Like, that's just a stupid attitude to have. Like, I would consider none of us here millennials. Because we don't have the attitude. You don't have the shithead attitude, yeah. I don't... I would consider myself a millennial. But really? I don't feel like millennials need to have the label of having shitty attitudes just like baby boomers shouldn't have the label of having mm. shitty attitudes. I just label well, shitty yeah. people. But there is a generational yes, yeah, gap yeah, that yeah. exists. Um, I know we're not one to talk about politics, but there was... Uh, there's a clear gap in the people who um, voted for Hillary Clinton versus the people who voted for Donald Trump. And the people that voted for Donald Trump were noticeably older. Mm-hmm. And so what does that say? <laughs> Max is in his battle stance. So what does this say? Hi, like hi, the thing hi. that I, when I think of kind of the, the gap between us is do the baby boomers, so-called, the older generation, feel, are, are they entitled to our future? Like do, and, and to choose what our future is. Should their vote be as equal as ours are as younger as the younger generation because we're the ones that are going to be living up living and growing up in this America in regard or rather than the America that the baby boomers wants to well they've so, all, they, they've had the, their entire time growing up s- to set up what system we're in now right exactly and all of the I mean I, I know yeah like we don't usually get political but like that's that's what they've, they've, they've had years to grow and fester the system. Fester. Right? That, yes, that's yes. Essentially, I mean, to some degree, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And, and not to say every, all of them are bad. It's kind of like, like Tony said, like they're like, just including with our generation, there are good people and there are shitty people. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens that some, there have been a couple of shitty people that have had power and are, fall in line with the baby boomer um, right. generation. And they have... So, sort of spiraled certain things kind of out of control. How many people in our Congress and have gray hair and a lot, <laughs> are a lot, so old? Well, a lot of those people are starting to realize, oh shit, some, some, some stuff's really fucked up right now, mm-hmm. and they don't want to take blame. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the millennials. Mm. It, they they feel entitled, like oh it's it's they're not lazy. Awful. They're lazy. I hear yeah. that a lot that millennials are lazy, and it's it's I so I would consider myself a millennial as well. I mean that's just kind of what we kind of fall into. I feel we're we're just um, but the younger I, generation. I don't, I don't view it yeah, and, but I don't view it as a bad thing, right? And what we're trying to do is we're trying to make the best out of a shitty situation that we've inherited. Because we were inherited, we've inherited a rather shitty economy, mm-hmm. shitty government, um, corrupt government. Yeah. Um, and you can say whatever you want about mm. the government that we have now, but the wide consensus is that our government is not working the way that we want it to. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and approval ratings are at an all-time low. For a dead Cause, ape. Well, because think about when they inherit when they inherited the uh, politics and the economy. They inherited it from the golden era. They inherited it from the people from the fifties and sixties, right after World War Two, when the economy was booming. Yes, it yeah. was great, and they they took that wealth and they had that all that to um, to work with, mm. and instead of like taking that and making it something better they it's not to say things are bad now but they've i mean we had one of the worst recessions in u.s history right uh yeah right Mm -hmm. at the turn of the of the century um none of us could have vote right it's how that that wasn't our fault that legit had nothing to do with us but, but now, we're inheriting it. Right. And now that we can vote, we're voting for our pick that we think is going to get mm-hmm. us out of yeah. the recession or get us back to this amazing 50s and 60s economy that we've always wanted. Mm-hmm. And then, be, but because there's that gap. Well, right? I, think, I, think, and, I think a lot of animosity that comes to us is that we recognize things are bad and they don't want to acknowledge Oh, we fucked things up, right. and so instead of like when somebody gets accused, they get defensive, and so that's that's what I feel that 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 animosity stems from. And taking responsibility yes. for the shitty situation, mm-hmm. and some of them acknowledge that, and again, some shitty people and some are not. And we also have to consider the diff and the difference between. Um, the younger generation and the older generation, how they are receiving their information. Mm-hmm. Whereas many of the older generation are still getting most of their information from the news and how reliable are news sources these days. Uh, then again, even how reliable are news sources that you get from social media? Very shitty. Extremely. And so you, you, you can say the same thing that you can say about Fox News to news sources that are posted almost exclusively on Facebook mm-hmm. and that are shared on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And that goes for the younger generation that are, that, that's on social media and the older generation that's on social media that know or know not which sources to, that are reliable. Yeah. So how are these generations getting their information? Mm-hmm. How trustworthy are they? And how does that lead to the, the obvious gap in voter data that we had it's something really interesting to like analyze and consider mm-hmm. which is, which I haven't heard a lot about just some yeah. and news sources and articles and stuff that I just sort of like read casually online mm-hmm. it's always about like oh well like I, I remember saying on election day there was um, a fact that, that Google had like underneath all of the election data and it was um, people that live in like lower income communities had a vast majority voted for Hillary Clinton whereas people that had less of an education voted for Donald Trump so but and but even those gaps were not as as large as like this whole generational thing so i feel like the gener- generation thing is like a really huge thing that we should be talking about and considering and why aren't they why aren't we working together why if like yes. if if yeah what's where does the hatred come from? Why is that gap there? That's why, like, I'm on the way extreme end that people could say for the spectrum. I don't want democracy anymore. I don't think we can handle it at this point. Like I said, 15,000 people voted for a literal dead fucking ape in the last election. <laughs> I honestly don't think it's the type of government that's the issue. It's yeah. underlying, more underlying things like um, education, yeah. um, various things like that. It's also the education of the government that we have. Yes. But before we get into any more politics, I think we should switch topics. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, before yeah. we get even farther down the rabbit hole. I know, yeah. We could go uh, on. I was going to switch it around and say um, there's a different, uh, there's a definite upbringing of um, how millennials and baby boomers were brought up. Um, there's definitely more, I feel like, coddling mm-hmm. and sheltering of like our generation with like like participation trophies. Yes. And, oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel that sort of diminishes how people can react towards like failure and, and success. And, and yes, and success. And um, not just that, but like it when you have create things like 
not to say like people should go attacking each other, but like when you create stuff like safe zones, then you um, take that conversation that like, oh, why do we have these different um, varying opinions and why aren't we talking about this as opposed to I'm going to cover my ears and ignore this because you're making me feel uncomfortable and I want to feel safe. It's like, no, 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 no. Why do you feel that way? And why do you feel like attacking that? Like, How many times from the older generation have you heard, well, my parents uh, like always made me do all of this horrible shit. They were mm-hmm. always so mean to me. Like They were super cruel. I was always doing the chores. And then I had a new trainee come into uh, my Starbucks that I trained and she had never done a dish in her life and never taken out the trash. Literally never done either of those things. That's so, where you get that sense of entitlement, right? And I that that and that aspect, I I completely see mm-hmm. where the older generation is like. But then, why is that happening? What is the cause of that? And like, mm-hmm. are you getting mad of, about these things? But then, you're also and it's, kind of and it's not to say like like. So, I'll talk a little bit about my like my father's upbringing. He had a very tough upbringing, really abusive father and stuff, and I didn't really know that until much later um, growing up but it's from what I see a parent sees the bad stuff that when they were growing up and they don't want to do that to their child mm. and I th- a yeah. lot of the uh, sort of older generation they they've went through that and they didn't want to do that with their kids but I don't think they realized that that Should sheltering be. was going to have this much of an effect later yeah. on I think that uh Part, part of that part of what contributes to that is like the no child left behind thing it's a good idea it's a good initiative but it's gotten way way out of hand and we've coddled so many people that they don't understand how the world works they don't they don't know how to actually education yeah they yeah. don't I, I know, know someone how to who has a college degree who reads at a fifth grade it, yeah. level and doesn't know how to calculate or works right and yeah. that's 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 a sign of a broken system yeah and topic for some, some other time <laughs> most likely um before we sign off for tonight on this extremely uplifting episode <laughs> of overall hey i've been i've been really interested this is like fascinating to me too, too long delicious <laughs> the world sucks came by <laughs> uh, yeah. i'm really actually interested uh, for what our listeners uh think of this whole spiel that we did but does anyone have any topics that could bring us up maybe make us laugh um i wanted to talk about flick them up what the fuck is Flick wait, wait, He Flick? tried to get us to play Flick the Bean at, uh, at, at Thanksgiving. Um, I called it Flick the Bean for four hours. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Flick the Bean! Also, Tony didn't know what Flicking the Bean was, but... No, I did know that, and I guess He just didn't know what the bean was. I didn't know what the fucking bean was. It's a clitoris! God damn it, you don't always have to scream the word clitoris. Yes, I do. Or clitoris, or however you... The I'm only not... way to say clitoris is somewhat slightly like... You only find a clitoris... That's like clitoris. Clitoris. Online. <laughs> oh my god. at you. It's like a clicker zombie from oh Last of Us. Oh my god. I was oh gonna god. go predator. There's just but... fungus exploding out of it, you know. That's Anyways, an flick the bean. Um, flick him up. Flick him up. I played flick him up high flick, the other flick, day. How was that? Fucking phenomenal. Alright. So what is it? Flick him up is a western board game. This board game ain't big enough for the two of us. But uh, it doesn't really have a board. Your table is kind of just your play area. It's very much the most... It it, it brings me back to, like, childhood playing with toys. And where you have all of these little trinkets and stuff that you... You're like playing with Legos, and you can just build whatever you want and just play however you want. (laughs) Good Legos, man. Fuck. And like... And I remember just, you could, like, grab something out of a bucket and just, like, put it on a table and play with it. This gives that rules. And so you have these little men with little hats that, like, have initiative order on them. And, um, you can, so you can, like, keep track of who's gone and who still needs to go on the board. And you set up a little western town. And there's a saloon, and there's a bank, and there's a town hall... And there's all these, like, crazy cool buildings, and you have little wooden cacti and little wooden, like, hay bales and blocks and stuff that you can just, like, set up your own little town. So, like, half the game is building your own little town. It's so cute. And then, once you have all of your dudes on the board, you can, like, put little tokens that, like, mean certain things. You have different scenarios. 
you move the guys by flicking a disc on the board, and you shoot people by flicking even tinier discs at people, and if you knock them over, they're dead. Huh. It's so much fun! <laughs> I love it. And it was, it was fun to play high. I would love to play it sober, though, because... I'm actually really interested in flicking the bean. Like, it sounds really fun. Oh, it's extremely fun. I think I'll be half good the game, it. Half the game was setting up <laughs> the board, or the table, and then... Um, Could that also be because you were high? Yes. <laughs> but also, um, just like the act of flicking things around a table and how hilarious it is when you're like, when things fall off and things don't work and how even more hilarious and successful it is when you actually do make a hit. When you like are all the way across the table and you flick something, you're like, this is going to be a shitty shot and it totally wins. That was how I won the last game with Hallie. It was 1v1. And we were right next to each other, and we couldn't. We didn't want to move any closer to each other because we knew we'd make it an easier target for the next person that went. Um, but so we just stayed farther away, and eventually, like I finally hit her, and it was like this massive, wonderful explosion of fun. I loved it so much. Like what happens when you flick the bean? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for this very interesting episode of Overworld FM. So interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. Please let us know how you thought about this. Um, episode and give us more listener topics we do listen to you and then we do talk about the things that you tell us to talk about and you listen to us i get no <laughs> no <laughs> i we guess don't know why um you um, can find us uh at you can talk to us at uh, overworldfm at gmail.com and send us your topics and comments and anything that you really want um or you can tweet us at overworldfm on twitter you can find me at edward reardon v you can find me at at argosaurus you can find me at Bond Circle Square. I'm at Max underscore eight five nine. And thank you so much. For thank you for sticking with us on this one. And tune in. I think our next episode is probably going to be our drunk episode. Our drunk episode. We have yet to figure out what that'll be, but you'll know soon uh, soon enough. And if, we'll probably cue you in on on Twitter or something like that when we figure it out. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you guys have any suggestions, please let us know. Yes. Thank you for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.